to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. And during this series, Pastor DeMichael is teaching a lesson entitled Mormon Doctrines in Light of the Bible. Come find out what the Bible has to say on this issue. And please be sure to stay tuned after the broadcast as we will have a special offer for a free book on this very subject. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Let's take a look at some extravagant claims. And uh, the first source we're going to use is the teachings of the prophet Joseph Smith by Joseph Fielding Smith. And I'm quoting to you from page 350, where Joseph Smith says, I am learned and know more than all the world put together. Now, I'll read the context of this. And after he makes this statement, he backtracks slightly to try to give God a little bit of credit. But when it's all said and done, he said it. And let me just, let me just declare the obvious here, because sometimes in a discussion like this, the obvious gets lost. Find anywhere in the New Testament where any of the apostles, any of the writers, Paul, Peter, John, even dared to make a statement that came close to that in any context. In any context. In fact, just the opposite is true, isn't it? Paul said, I know nothing of myself except so forth and so on. I mean, the, the humility there. And you, you get... You get the opposite here. And I'm going to read the paragraph here in fairness on page 350. Smith is speaking. He says, Now I ask all who hear me why the learned men who are preaching salvation say that God created the heavens and the earth out of nothing. The reason is that they are unlearned in the things of God and have not the gift of the Holy Ghost. All right, so he basically condemns those that are teaching that God created in the sense that we understand the word create. There was an argument over the word create. Did God create everything out of, out of nothing, or did he, did he make it out of other substance and so forth? I'm not even going to enter into that. Basically, he condemns anybody that doesn't agree with him on this point and says they don't have the gift of the Holy Ghost, which if they're saved, that's a lie. Because if they're saved, they have the Spirit of God. But uh, that's another argument. He goes on to say, they account it blasphemy in anyone to contradict their idea. If you tell them that God made the world out of something, they will call you a fool. But I am learned and know more than all the world put together. The Holy Ghost does anyhow, and he is within me and comprehends more than all the world. And I will associate myself with him. So he makes a statement, then he backtracks and says, well, it's, it's the Holy Ghost in me. That's why I know more than... Than, any, than, all, than all the world put together. But irregardless of it, folks, I, I would challenge anybody to find a statement anywhere close to that by any of the apostles. You just won't find it. Because there's a sense of humility and a sense of awe that you don't find in Joseph Smith, I'm telling you. Extravagant claims. In the doctrines of salvation... 
by Joseph Fielding Smith in Volume 1, pages 188 through 190. There's some things said about Smith that, again, you'd have to call extravagant. Under the title, the heading, Divine Mission of Joseph Smith, Church Stands or Falls with Joseph Smith. Now, folks, as Christians, that's something you'd expect to hear said about Christ. You might hear something like that in, in the context of Catholicism. Church stands or falls on the Pope. But, folks, Bible-believing Christians would say that only about one person, the God-man, Jesus Christ. He is the head of the church. He is the foundation of the church. He's the heart and soul of the church. There's nobody in this building here this morning that the church stands or falls on, including the guy standing behind this pulpit right now. It's Christ and Him alone. So under the, under the heading, Divine Mission of Joseph Smith, Church Stands or Falls with Joseph Smith, quote, Mormonism, as it is called, must stand or fall on the story of Joseph Smith. He was either a prophet of God, divinely called, properly appointed and commissioned, or he was one of the biggest frauds this world has ever seen. There is no middle ground. Now, that sounds like something that C.S. Lewis said about Christ when he came up with the liar, lunatic, or Lord theory, that there was no middle ground because the claims that Christ made. In that same section, no salvation without accepting Joseph Smith is the section. Underneath it, I quote, if Joseph Smith was verily a prophet, and if he told the truth when he said that he stood in the presence of angels sent from the Lord and obtained the keys of authority and the commandment to organize the church of Jesus Christ once again on the earth, then this knowledge is of the most vital importance to the entire world. Now listen to what's going to be said next. No man can reject that testimony without incurring the most dreadful consequences, for he cannot enter the kingdom of God. According to Mormon theology, if I don't accept the testimony of Joseph Smith, I can't go to heaven. Well, I got news for him this morning. I've accepted Christ as my Savior, and I couldn't go to hell if I wanted to. I go on further to quote, It is therefore the duty of every man to investigate that he may weigh the matter carefully and know the truth. And uh, then in Doctrine and Covenants, section 135, Verse 3, Joseph Smith, the prophet and seer of the Lord, has done more, save Jesus only, for the salvation of the men of this world than any other man that ever lived in it. That's some pretty inflated stuff, folks. Now, it's easy to see that Mormonism is not the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the glorification of the message and person of a man, Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith was a false prophet. Take your Bibles and turn to Deuteronomy chapter 13. Deuteronomy chapter 13. Now again, I just read to you out of Mormon sources that we are to investigate these claims. That's what we're doing. And just because we don't come to the conclusion that some people want us to come to, doesn't mean we've done anything wrong. I am simply doing what the Mormon leaders over the, over the years have exhorted us to do. Check it out. I'm doing it. And I'm using their material. I just haven't come to the conclusion that some of them want me to come to. 
It's nice living in a free country, isn't it? I believe in it. I believe if somebody wants to come here and listen to me preach the gospel and walk away and say, I don't believe that, that's their right. I'll be disappointed if they do, but it's their right, isn't it? Amen. Amen. All right. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 13. Deuteronomy 13, verse 1. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign of the wonder come to pass... Whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. The Lord will allow false prophets, false prophecies. The Lord will allow heretics and heresies to test his people. This is not only a New Test or an Old Testament phenomenon, it's a New Testament phenomenon as well. Paul once said, uh, there must needs be heresies among you, so that they that are approved may be made manifest. So, this kind of stuff is always going to be around us. Now, one thing that the false prophet always does is the false prophet changes the Word of God. And I have in my hand here the inspired version of the Bible according to Joseph Smith. It's basically a King James Bible that he changed various texts and various portions. And uh, where he got the right to change this and what manuscripts he was using, God only knows. He changed the Bible to suit his fancies. And in particular, this business of justification by faith without works, and God justifying the ungodly through faith in Jesus Christ. He obviously had a problem with that, and that's why he changed it in his inspired version so-called. We would like to thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth. And we would also like to offer a free book about the content you just heard on Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. To receive this free book, please contact the office at Treasure Valley Baptist Church you can give them a call at 208-888-4545. That's 208-4545. The offices are open Tuesday through Friday. To hear more great messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also follow us on Facebook. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho and we would love for you to come join us in our services. Our Sunday school begins at 9.30 with the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. We also have great kids programs on Wednesday nights. At 7 o'clock, we've got the Master's Club, which runs during the school year. And at the same time, we have a Bible study for the adults in the main auditorium. With specialized classes and programs for all ages, as well as wonderful nurseries for the youngsters, Treasure Valley Baptist Church has a place for everyone. And don't forget about our vibrant programs for the teens and our college and career group. We hope to see you soon.